Welcome to What Crisis? Fully living in your midlife and beyond. I'm your host, Dan Johansson. What Crisis offers insight and guidance on living an intentional life for people who find themselves on a journey of growth in their middle years. Is there a crisis? Absolutely. The crisis of realizing you're literally on the backside of your life and you haven't truly been living. Whether you're looking to grow into a better version of yourself or to find or strengthen your loving relationships or maybe just learn how to give yourself the permission to lead a purpose-driven life with joy and grace, you'll learn something new every episode. So come along for the ride. Welcome back. Let's get back on track, sorry for the rhyme, uh, with communication and just how important it is to learn people's communication styles for effective relating. One of the things that often derails a relationship, be it friendly or romantic, is a lack of clear communication, along with making assumptions of understanding. But you know, we all have our own ways of communicating, of sharing. And it's quite complex and nuanced, isn't it? There are a number of things that affect this, including your comfort with communicating in general, your willingness to be vulnerable with certain people, the history you share with someone, the level of trust between you, and in many cases, some past experience of getting it wrong, of misunderstanding and recovering from that, where you get a little better at it each time. It's a learned thing between people for sure. And of course, this varies with everyone in your life. It's like having to speak a unique dialect from person to person, adjusting to what works between you. Some of us are lucky enough to have relationships that are so close that nonverbal communication can be just as effective as verbal can be. You know, that friend or lover that you can say an entire sentence from across the room with just a roll of your eyes. That's a real, pure kind of connected communication. But there are some relationships where speaking a common language takes time and effort. It's something learned. I see this a lot in the workplace, which is where we often encounter people whose style and approach are significantly different from the people we'd normally find in our circles, especially if those relationships are hierarchical, right? I recently had a situation like that where I was struggling to communicate effectively with someone I was working with. There was a significant age gap, a contrast of very conservative, somewhat closed off approach in them versus, you know, massively verbose me. Top it off with the challenge of some cultural differences as we're from different countries. We might both be speaking English but we were in no way speaking the same language. And it really bothered me. We share common goals, mutual successes. And we butted heads every time the conversation got challenging because we didn't know how to effectively communicate with each other, including not knowing how to disagree with them with respect and work to find a compromise or a solution. It was getting so frustrating, it was palpable, and I could see it becoming a bigger problem if it stayed this way. So I offered up this idea. I told him, hey, it's clear we've got challenges in communicating well, particularly with difficult stuff. 
Are you open to getting together socially so we can get to know each other sort of outside of this? I'm thinking we could upgrade how we connect if we knew each other a little better. And that's exactly what we did. We met outside of our environment, had a couple of drinks, had some food, and we talked about everything but our work together. We talked about our families, our hobbies, where we grew up, what kinds of music we blast in the car that makes us ripe for a speeding ticket. You know, that sort of raw, simple, human stuff. And guess what? I learned that he was funny as hell. And he wasn't as tightly wrapped as I thought he was. A belief I'd formed from a place of assumption, which was totally my bad. We actually had a lot in common. And a whole bunch of things that were very different as well. But after a few hours, lots of laughs, and maybe a little bit too much gin, we got to the place I was hoping we'd get to. Early in the discussion, I told him my goal was to get to know each other better so we could learn how to tell the other to go fuck themselves. Respectfully, of course, right? But seriously, I knew the key to working better together would come from learning about each other. And in the course of that, getting a better feel for not just who they are, but how they communicate about their life. As I said, effective communication between people is a learned thing. It's something we get better at the more and longer we know someone. That eye roll across the room with your person, that probably took years to develop. But once you have it, you have it. In any relationship, our ability to navigate through challenges will often come down to a few key things in communication. A willingness to say what you need or how you feel. That comes with time, vulnerability, and plenty of practice. It's a willingness for the other to be curious and really listen, and to also accept what the person is saying as their truth or their need, and being willing to meet them there, whether we completely understand it or not. This is their truth and their needs, ultimately. But the cornerstone to effective relating and communicating comes from the desire to connect with this person. Desire to connect. This conscious choice of valuing the relationship enough to not allow communication differences to lead to assumptions, or worse, a complete breakdown in trust from all of the things you didn't say. Many, if not all, things end, including relationships of all kinds, friends, lovers, marriages, but I'll tell you something. There are ways for relationships to thrive or end if that's the right thing, respectfully and with love. And that's in the willingness to communicate what we feel, what we need. Show me a relationship that ended badly and I will likely show you two people who stopped communicating the way they could have. So once again, use your words. Be willing to say the things that need to be said. If you find new understanding and delightful growth from it, that's the best. A win for everybody. Or perhaps if you find that something needs to change or even end because of it. No matter how much that might hurt, that might be for the best as well. Because you said it, shared it, made it known, whatever that may be. That's not just healthy communication. 
It's self-care at its finest. Until next time. Thanks for listening and spending part of your day with me. If you like what you hear on the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're so inclined, since you like it anyway, please leave a kind review. For more information, follow me on danjohansen.com, where you'll also find a link to my brand new book, The Way In, which is out and available right now.